city of dreams. Fifteen years old, uh, he decided that he couldn't get better where we were in Canada. And he said to me, Dad, I can't get better here. And I brought him down to the States and we started looking at schools. And I was reluctant to let him go. He was 15, he was so young. And he said, Dad, I don't want to come home. You know, I want to stay here. I want to do this. And he still felt that I was reluctant. And he said, Dad, believe in me. I can do this, you know. And uh, my wife's grabbing on my arm, you know. And, and she's starting to cry. And I'm holding her. And, uh, and she just gives me the nod, you know. And we said, OK, let's. Let's let him do it, you know, and uh, to see him now here um, after making those sacrifices, crying himself to sleep at night, being away from his family for the first time at 15 and, and to see him just continue to work and grind, tough it out, you know, compete and, and get here. Uh, we're so proud. RJ Barrett, welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. You did it, young king. <laughs> this is the Nick of Time show with that Nick's talk. This is Edson Sean. And this is your boy, Hold It Back Tears. <laughs> That's the tissue. This is Jay Ellis here in the building. Yes, yes, yes. And to my right is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G in the building. Let's go. Word. Matter of fact, you were at uh, the Barclay, right, Jay? Oh, yeah. I was at the Barclay. He's at the Barclay there. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, there's more Knicks fans than Nets fans. Oh, yeah. I, I, knew, I, knew, I, knew now, I knew that. I knew that. Me and CP, we had to rumble with, with the, the little bit of Knicks fans that they had because, you know, they was, they was talking a lot of trash. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they was, they was mad. They was mad. They don't even really have picks, but they were there. Right. Yeah. I, you know, but just to show down. face. Why? Down. You know. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the pick, man. Um, and I think, I it, it seemed like a good core group of guys. I mean, especially the, the first, you know, five I really paid attention to. But like mm -hmm. Zion and RJ, like, just as people, they seem very grounded yeah. to be so young, man. And they have uh, very strong support systems also. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. RJ's dad, I mean, we just heard, you know, what he went through to even get to where he is. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know, man. Doing the crazy, tugging at the heartstrings, man. Exactly. <laughs> tugging at the heartstrings, and he's like, "Damn, the Black Fathers are representing today." Oh, yes, man. sir. There was a lot of them <laughs> in the building, man. Oh, Hell I yeah. They did that on purpose, though. Like they were like, "Okay, no, let let the parents stay back for two minutes. We'll get talk. We'll get. We'll start mm -hmm. talking to them, and then we'll have mom and dad come up. And as soon as mom and dad came up, in on the, the tears. Stage, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I was like, "Damn." Yeah, yeah like, but, we, but, we but, but but the thing today. that was like the one thing I did love though was like the great representation of black fathers because you already know how it is in this world. You exactly. know how, how African-American exactly. men are portrayed and this and that. Abs like, absolutely. Yo, yeah. Absolutely. Yo, and shout out to the Raptors, Usiri, uh, who he got, um, they was trying to get him in trouble, get him hemmed up because they said he didn't have his ID and the police was hemmed him up. And, oh, yeah. got, and it turned out he had his ID in his hand. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, you know, how, you know how it is. But uh, back, to Knicks, back, back to the Knicks, though. Back to the Knicks. Shout out to the Knicks. Shout out to the young king, R.J. Barrett. Let's man. Get, get another round of applause. You, just, you fall in love with this guy so easily. If you yeah, watch man. his interview. Exactly, exactly. He seems like he is 18 going on like 55. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's because he's traveled and lived around the world. He's been uh -huh. like, 
France. He's been in Canada. But he, he's been here since he was 15. Yeah. yeah. He's been in New York. You grow up fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you grow up fast, man. He just seems mad mature. He's yeah. Man. He really does, man. And just the fact that he has that that I want to get it attitude so mm-hmm. young. Exactly. Like, Dad, let me go. Yeah. Yep. So he like, said, trust me, I can do this. I can exactly. do it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that lets me know right there. He's ready for New York, man. He's ready. Yeah. Yo, I even saw something today on Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, damn, let me see if I can remember exactly. He was like, he's envisioning. He said he's envisioning New York getting back to the top, and like mm-hmm. the city crying because they me won too. a championship and they didn't think they could make it or something. Like I don't want to get the right, exact right, quote, right. but it was something uh-huh. along those lines. I was like, damn, yo, this kid. Yeah. Yeah. He just knows what to say. Yeah, exactly. He has the maple mamba mentality. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> maple mamba. <laughs> I like the kid, man. There's no you can't hate this kid. If you see this kid speak, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. hate this kid. He like it's like him. Who else? Like Mo Bamba was another guy when you when like oh, a young guy yes. when you uh-huh. talk, like damn, I really yes. like this kid. Yes. Uh, even the Aaron Fox, like those guys, yeah, like Aaron Fox, just, so yeah. They just have something it's like, man. Even if he have flaws of this game, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've been shy saying, yo, there's certain things I don't like about his game and certain yeah. things I do. Mm-hmm. But it, just the way his demeanor is, you know he's going to work on it and you, mm-hmm. you feel like you want to bet on the kid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. It, you know, I feel like the way he comes across, he's like, I want to be I want to be better. I want to be the best. And mm-hmm. that's the energy he comes with. So I feel, I know he's going to work on it. And yeah. like you said... You kind of bet. You kind of betting on him, like, yo, listen, we want this kid to win. Mm-hmm. We want this kid to win. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that he's ready to put New York on his back. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he's gonna have a lot of pressure. There's gonna be a lot of eyes on uh-huh. him. There's gonna be a lot of judges. Yo. You know. Yeah, and it, it was cool because I was at the Barclays Center, like you said, right. and it was cool to actually not have drama about around. New Yorkers are booing another pick. Right, because yeah. I remember how they did Porzingis. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, hindsight, he observed like, it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was just about we, to say. <laughs> exactly. He was just new. For, foreshadowing. <laughs> this guy's not right for us. Nah. The crying kid was right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crying kid yeah. was right. Oh, man, I forgot about the crying kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He follows us on Instagram. Shout out. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> Word, word. The crying kid, but it was good to see like RJ mm-hmm. was even taking pictures with the fans. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. He mm-hmm. embraces it, man. Yeah, but the ready. the thing is that RJ went about it the right way though, because even before the draft even came, like he put it out there like, "Yo, the Knicks is the only team I want to play for." Like he made it clear to everybody, like, "Yo, New York is where I want to be." But he period. Had, it was a um, I think it was just an ESPN interview, and he said that his dad told him, "Write down your goals mm-hmm. and then knock them off." Yeah, and he said that's what he's been doing. So for him to even say very specific, "Yo, I want to be on the Knicks." Yeah, like he's just knocking off his goals on his list right now. I yeah, mean, that's that. I guess that's the pedigree he came from. His mom mm-hmm. from Brooklyn. Shout out, shout yeah, out BK. Okay. <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> yeah, both of these guys is is, is that too. They met in St. John's. They're exactly. both athletes, so you have uh-huh. that hard work ethic. Yeah, um, and it's it's going to carry on, and I, I can't. I mean, like I said, I can't wait to I can't wait I can't wait, man. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see this season start. Yeah. yeah. Is done. And you know what? I know you like this. I know you like this. His father's uh-huh. name is uh-huh. Rowan. Close enough, uh, Rowan. Yeah, Ryan. it's close. Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's, he's, Jamaican. he's Jamaican. Yeah, too hard. Oh, 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 he's a yachty. Bullet. 
<laughs> you got like RJ even more now. You got, exactly. you, got, you, got, you, got, you got the Jamaican blood in his veins, yo. Jamaican so. <laughs> blood in his veins, man. So I know he was in Italy for now, so I know he uh-huh. likes the pasta and stuff. But Come might... join us on the Parkway, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, might, you, might, exactly. you might see him Labor Day. You know what I'm saying? He's in Canada. He's probably been to a few... Of course. Carabana, Carabana, yeah. Carabana in Canada. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He might exactly. be out here on the Parkway. Word, uh-huh. word. Yeah. He knows what it is. Yeah, man. I mean, so it sounds like, I mean, overall... I mean, we've been talking about these guys for you know, for a while leading up to this, but I mean, I feel like you know there seems to be even more uh, excitement around the pick. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. excitement that we got RJ. You know, you know, some folks had to get over the fact that we did not get Zion. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think we got a solid pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, he looks like he has a huge upside, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean I know I understand like the media scrutiny because, you know. People were upset that we didn't get the first pick. Of course, mm-hmm. but I of think course, yeah. I think most people were like, "Okay, we didn't get the first pick. Well, we but got mm-hmm. three. We got yeah. three, and there's supposed supposedly a big drop off after three. Exactly. So I yeah. think most people were like upset, but they were upset in the moment. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying? exactly. They were like upset exactly. long term. Yeah. Exactly. Because even during the draft, they were like, I don't remember who it was, but he said the draft really began at number four. Like after yeah. the, you know, they said it was a draft design, but like the first three were solid. And he yeah. said mm-hmm. after four, that's when you know there's like, okay, well, he's the best of what's available. Yeah, the language they were using. I, me mm-hmm. personally, I still feel like there's some there's know, some gems. There's some gems. There's some gems. Yeah. And, yeah. and they'll be able to prove it. As the season goes on, it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's not more than... Yo, Draymond Green was picked, what, number yeah, like, 35? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second He's round, yeah. way down. Yeah, there's a few Kawhi was what? 15? Yeah. There's a few guys. So it's like there's gems in the... People. But yeah, exactly. it all depends on the character that you have as an athlete. That, mm-hmm. There's gems in that in that draft, and they just don't know it yet. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a few. There's a few. I heard, you know, Garland mm-hmm. could be one. De- DeAndre mm-hmm. Hunter could be one. Kobe could be one. Kevin Porter Jr. could yeah. be one. Yeah, no, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's is, this is guys that come few. over here and sneak up on some people. Yeah, y- you know, speaking of Garland, though, I know this is off topic because it's not Knicks related, but having a backcourt of Garland and Sexton, like, I'm really curious yeah. to see how that's going to work. That That's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. That seems like a trade is coming to me. I you think so? I can't see them starting and finishing the season with both guys. They're trying the to compare court. them to McCollum and, yeah, Lillard. And, and Lillard in the backcourt. I don't see I don't see it, man. You know, I like think what, like I, what I realize people like people like boxes. They like things mm-hmm. to make them feel comfortable. So it's like, oh you got two guards that can handle the ball. That's what they're 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 gonna tr- they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. You think a trade is gonna happen though. It makes sense to me. Yeah. I would have. I would move one of them yeah. for some, yeah. another. Because you think they're too yeah. similar. Yeah, I think yeah. they're too similar. Actually, no. They, I mean, they're they're similar in size. Yeah, similar right. in yes, size. Yes, yeah, not, yeah, game, but not, not game. Not size. game. Yeah. Garland's more of a shooter. Yeah, yeah, while while sex is more of a slasher. So like, that's why they're the saying that they might pair him like that. It's defensively when the, the NBA is going bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. So it seems weird. The liability yeah. will be on the defense. But yeah, yeah it works with Little and McCollum. So let's see if it'll work in Cleveland. We'll see. That's what I'm saying, man. We'll I don't know. We'll see. But um, you know, speaking of RJ and his just his his demeanor and and his willingness, he he had we heard his dad, but you had an MSG interview, didn't he? Yes, he did. And, Cause I didn't. You caught it right, right? Yeah, but um, he interviewed with MSG. I think it was after the press conference when uh-huh. he was introduced to everybody. You know, him and um, Brad Deek is the other um Knicks pick, and he was basically talking about um. 
the time that he moved away from his family and everything, and they mm. they asked him like, you know, if it was hard for him and everything, he was like, the decision to move wasn't hard. As in, like, you know, like, he's competitive. Like, he was saying, like, he's competitive. He wants to always challenge himself to be better and everything. And he right. felt like in Canada, like his father said in Canada, like, he wasn't going to get to where he was going to get to. Mm. So that's why he moved. But he was, like, the fact that he had to leave his family, that was the hard part. Mm. But then he said, like, as time went on, like, he adjusted to America. And, right, right. and you know, now he's here. And he, and I, he was asked the question if how he's going to, like, Handle the you know the pressure in New York and everything because you already know when you play for the Knicks, right? Media's the on you, exactly, and all. Yeah. I, and he was and he was basically saying like, he's been preparing for this his whole life because <sighs> you know first like he said he moved away from his family to go yeah. play ball in America and then he was at Duke where it was like yeah, the most a lot of pressure at yeah, Duke. the most yeah. high That's profile like team being at UNC exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being you know being on the most high profile team with Zion Williamson and Cam Reddish and everybody's expecting you to do great things and everything yeah, so yeah. he was so he was like you know I got a little dose of you know what it was what it's like to you know have all eyes on me and everything yeah. and he was like he was basically saying that yo he's built for this he's ready. We will see. And again, I think we're all pulling for him. We will see. But that New York media can be mean. Yeah. yeah that's a whole different beast, bro. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what reporter asked him. One reporter asked him, he's like, hey, how how are your shoulders big enough to carry the Knicks? Oh man! And, and then I, yo, this is when I was like, yo, this kid, I like this kid. Because okay. he didn't he didn't sit and answer that question right away. He he gave the pause. He's like. Well, um, I feel like it's not just gonna be me. It's gonna be everybody that's okay. gonna be All helping. Right now. All you right know? now, All yeah. right. carry this team. All right now, and, young man. And, and then he popped that up and was like, "What kind of question is that? I didn't play the game." Yeah. Welcome to me. Welcome to New York. Oh my god. Oh, it's a backtrack too about him repping New York so hard and and being. Really diminutive about like this is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. Dude went to Steve Mills' house. Oh, apartment. During the press conference, he talked about how he went to his apartment mm -hmm. and they watched the Raptors game and and we were hanging out. They hung out for two days. Oh, wow! But you know, so he had he had an inkling like they probably gave him the the heads up from jump. Here's yeah. the thing too, right? It's like when you are um going out for a job. Mm -hmm. right? You're going on the interview, you're going, you research the company, and then he's like, well, who's the head manager? And you make sure you talk to people who are at the top. Mm -hmm. Because really, things are just about being likable. Yeah. His transition is going to be smoother if he's likable. Mm -hmm. He's smart. You know, I'm going to talk to Steve Mills. I'm going to spend some time with Steve Mills. And once they combine you as a person, then they're going to give you the resources you need. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of times when these athletes end up in trouble, it's like when once things go wrong with management and a player, very shortly after what happens, yeah. Yeah. Then, then they shipped out of there. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. And if you prepare attention to like IGs and all the videos that's been happening, and even with the statements been saying, they said RJ RJ won over the building. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like he, He's a smart he kid. won over the building. Yeah. Like I saw a video of him interacting with Clyde. Mm -hmm. He was wow. interacting, with every, and he yeah. just and he just seemed very comfortable and natural with everybody, no matter what setting he was. Mm -hmm. So I can see why they said he went over the building, and they even followed that up by I was like, we we did our due diligence by working out these other guys, mm -hmm. but really RJ was always our man. He won yeah. the building over. And yeah, they've been watching yeah. him for a long time, and it was just like this is 
this is we just knew this was the guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot to throw in this little tidbit in uh, uh, during the interview as well. Mm-hmm. Because um, they asked him like, who's his favorite Nick? And you know he's a young dude, so you're expecting because dude's born like what in the year two thousand. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. You, so you know you're not really thinking about you know him knowing like the old time Knicks right, like right, that, right? right? So he's like, so he's talking. And he's like, how his grandfather's a Knicks fan. Yeah, he said that his grandfather had him watching like you know games like old Knicks games and everything. He yeah. said his favorite Knicks player is John Starks. I, I, I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling he was gonna say that. <laughs> I had a feeling he was gonna say that. But again, that's that's the thing. You got to do your homework. I yeah. think with any. Mm-hmm. Uh, industry, if you want to be, you got to do your homework, man. And yeah. if you want to be the best at something, there's people before you that will pave the way, and you have to do your homework. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. John, John Starks. Starks. Yeah, yeah, man. It's crazy. His grandfather said he was going to be a Nick. Yeah. Really? Before he passed, he told RJ, he was like, you're going to play for the Knicks. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. His grandfather must be a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all Granddad Moses. Word. <laughs> it all yo, hold on, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. All right. find, I gotta find this audio real quick if I can find it. Okay. Right. <laughs> because the crazy the funny the funniest part, like, did you see the after an interview, he he was so shocked uh-huh. that like I'm here, he had that outer body experience. He was yeah. he's like hey. You're all set. Thank you. Yo, I'm a Nick. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're all set. Thank you. Yo, I'm a Nick. What? <laughs> Yo, can that be his <laughs> his tag? He's like, Yo, I'm a Nick. Yo, got we got him. Okay. Yo, That's his soundbite. That's going to be his official soundbite. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm a Nick. It's <laughs> perfect. You can just tell he just wanted to be here. Yeah, man. You just tell. It's so, perfect. Man. Oh, my goodness. Now you had um some audio clips, right? Yes. So let's let's get into that since we're talking about RJ and the future of the Knicks and pros and cons and all those things. And yeah, yeah. So shout out to Spencer. Um, we try, I was trying to actually have him call in today, but he wasn't sure if he can call in today. So we actually did like a whole Not the next best thing, other you know. interview. Okay. Yesterday, I'm gonna we're gonna release that one separately. So I look out mm-hmm. for that content, right? Mm-hmm. So look out for that. But I'm gonna play some some sound bites that from our conversation. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna let you know right now. Spencer is a former uh, scout. Okay. Draft mm-hmm. consultant. Uh, he writer for the Steffi, the draft analyst, mm-hmm. and definitely you have to follow that guy. Um, I know I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave the Twitter at the end of this episode. Okay, though. Mm-hmm. But he's dope. a very, very, very a very good follow on Twitter. Very informative. Informative. He breaks down to everybody pros and cons. Dope. Mm-hmm. Um. Consistently, he went ghost a few months ago because he was actually working for an NBA team a few months ago. Oh, All right, yeah, so yeah. we had to radio silence. So uh, people were trying to get at him for podcast stuff, and he's like, yeah. "Where'd he go?" He's like, he was actually working mm-hmm. for an NBA Dope. team, and now he's back. All right, and he actually did like a a, t- a powwow, and he he gave me some inside info about what he feels about RJ. Now, I'll say this: he wasn't super high on RJ. To start, mm. mm-hmm. he had some concerns, but he's uh, he's started to focus on other things, on the things that he, he felt like can make him successful. And he kind right. of talks about what his pros and cons is. Okay, all right. So here we go. Let's break it down, Spence. I guess you know what we can start out. With what specifically didn't you like about RJ? And now, why do you feel like? He's, you seem like you see more of a future for him in the NBA as of today. 
So it's funny. The things that I didn't like about him, I'm still not huge fans of. Okay. Like, I, I don't really think he has great touch around the rim. I don't think he has much burst in the half court when he's the one actually starting the drive. Like, he can catch and rip and go, and he's fine because he has that, you know, that, that runway that he needs. Mm. Um, the defense, as I said, I still have issues with him. I still have issues yeah. with not seeing the corner and passes, and he's not particularly good passer inside mm. the three-point line. But where I did come around on is – the passing at the top of the key, I think he's great. Yeah. Um, okay. Like when he waits for the play to actually unfold a little bit and right, right. take his time to read the defense, he'll see the roll man. He'll see some guy cutting like, you know, uh, making a seven cut or something like that. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, hmm. And I do think with the extra space will help and the extra space in theory should help with his finishing a little bit more. So even though he was something like 50, 52% at the rim in the half court, which is no, not, no. not very good. No. Um, <laughs> like, you know, with more space that should go up, maybe, maybe that goes up to 55, 56. And mm-hmm. with his strength, he should still be able to finish their contact. And then the jump shot, you know, you sent me the, the direct message before. Yes, yeah. Of him working out with, <laughs> with the, the yeah. trainer. Yep. Right after yeah. the off season, he started working out. Yep. Drew Hanlon. Um, <laughs> I'm still not completely sold, but <laughs> in the scouting report that I put on the Stepien, which is the same one I've sent to teams, and um, I'm like I'm pretty proud of it. I, I said that even if he's not a great shooter, like you know, if he tightens up the the shot a little bit, if he makes it more smooth, mm. the step back he creates enough space. Yes, yes. Get, what he was working. Like on if you get rid of the hitch, mm-hmm. that that's fantastic. Um, and then catch and shoot. You know, again, if he if the shot actually is legit, if, I mean, it doesn't even have to be 40%. If he's hitting 35, 36% on catch and shoot attempts, mm-hmm. that's still not great, but that's enough to actually get the defense to come at you. And then he'll have the free, the free lane to the rim. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's really more of like buying, not still having my issues with him, but buying harder on other parts of his game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was his assessment of RJ Barrett's. Uh... No, I mean, <laughs> He was spot on with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah. so interesting because in that same clip with Drew Hanlon, like that's what he's working on is that step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creating that, because if he creates that space, you know, it gives him a higher, you know, percentage of hitting that mm-hmm. shot. Um, that's actually, because I was looking here. And I'll say this too, Ian Begley even, he had a report last week that talked about that scouts have contact, scouts have told teams what he has to work on so rj is fully aware mm-hmm. what of he has right. to work on which right. is why that video even came out yeah he's aware uh, that he uses his body to create space and he won't be able to do that at the next level he's aware yeah. that he has to work on his jump shooting yeah and his side steps and and his half court offense in general mm-hmm. yes. as well exactly mm-hmm. so that's why that video even came out now if mm-hmm. you can start making those step backs that can open up a lot yeah of right. game, since most definitely game is driving exactly mm-hmm. And I think, too, you know, I think one of the cons was questionable shots. And if his mm-hmm. shot becomes more accurate, then some of those questionable shots won't be so questionable. And yeah. that also raises percentage, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, because, um, like, what you mentioned about the half-court offense, because, as you know, I recently wrote an article that's on the nickatimeshow.com right now. That. Take that out, take that out, take that out. And my concern was the half-court offense, too, because I'm like, the way I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, the starter who's going to be next to him is more than likely going to be Dennis Smith Jr. Because yeah. 
because he was a, he was a starting point guard last season, and right. I still see Trier coming off the bench this season, and I still see, and and, and it's up in the air with Frank. I, I you know, like we don't know. We don't know. Exactly. Say, what's the story with we him? Don't know if he's gonna be exactly. So I'm thinking about the Barrett Smith combination. I'm like, if you're gonna have those two in the backcourt together, the Knicks uh-huh. gotta run teams ragged because that's the only way I can really see Barrett and Smith working well together. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to the half court offense. Barrett is not great in the half court. Nope. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. is also not great in the half court. Nope. And you're going to have two players that where they're going to more than likely force shots. And if you don't have shooters around them, right. I, think, I, yeah, I think the, the lane is going to get clogged up and they're going to have not that much space to operate. It's yeah. going to be clogged yeah. because the shooting is not as reliable. So yeah, exactly. So they're going to just sag back. So a lot, a lot of, I feel like a lot of the Knicks success, like, say we whiff on free agents, a lot of the Knicks' success is going to be based on what work these kids have done in the summer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know if Moody is going to come back or not, but um, I'm just using an example. Mm-hmm. Moody's shot has gotten a lot better. Uh, you heard you heard uh, Spencer talk about the hitch Moody's shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hitch and RJ shot. Yes. Yeah. Everybody knows Moody started off with a hitch in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's gone. If you saw the RJ video, his jump shot looks a lot... It looked, a lot, it looked yeah. fluid to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. a lot smoother already. Yeah. So, and... and if, the, if Dennis Smith Jr. Could t- can start to hit his jump shots consistently mm-hmm. and the Knicks staff can help him like they did Moutier, yeah. then things can start to open up. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll say the same thing when it comes to finishing at the rim. We've seen what Fizz did with Moody. He's he was able to finish at the rim a lot more. Mm-hmm. He was able to help Michael Conley finish at the rim a lot more yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. as well. So it's possible that the same results can be had with RJ once Fizz and their development staff get the handle. He's like yeah. the guard whisperer because yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> everybody but Frank so far. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Frank is still. I think it's more his his personality, man. I think he's tentative. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is him being tentative. Like I think, when he allows the media and the voices to get to him, then for like two games he's like aggressive, and then mm-hmm. he diverts back. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know if he's not a better scorer at the rim. He might be, but I can't tell because he's not aggressive enough. Yeah. Then he like you watch videos of Frank and like you watch videos of him like shooting jumpers, and his jumper looks smooth it's as hell. Guy, exactly. <laughs> Put that shit up. Like, yeah, you know? man. <laughs> and Frank's, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happened with Frank because, like we said before, his, his videos been looking all right as well. Mm-hmm. But it's all how you apply it during the game. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like mm-hmm. you could be a great shooter when there's mm-hmm. nobody around you or during like mm-hmm. drills or scrimmages, but when it really matters, if you can't do it, then what's the point? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yo, during the game, man, if you open, just put it up, man. Put it up, saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let me go for a little further. Yeah, uh, Spencer, no, definitely. Spencer talks a little further about his, uh, the pros and cons. Of okay. <clears throat> and he even gets into a little bit deeper about his passing ability, too. Okay, All cool. right. So, um, I know you talked earlier about like leaning on the good things he does well. Can you talk more about the good things he can do well and what you think might translate um, in the NBA at the next level? Yeah, so his passing from the top of the key, you know, as I said, when he lets the play actually unfurl a little bit and, you know, reads the defense, I think he's great. Like, I, I think he's a legitimately great passer from the top of the key. 
Um, so keeping that middle of the lane clear with some floor spacers, it's, I mean, this is actually where someone like KP would have helped having him in the corner or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you can't cater to Divas. <laughs> but I mean, look, you, you could still run the same pick and roll with Mitch and then have shooters in the corners. Just tell him, like, open his eyes, say, like, you know, get that whip pass going. I mean, he, he can't live action pass, but if he sees the corner, that's going to be enough to get it there. You think you think some video work will do that? Because I know yeah. Trier had the same problem when he got here. Um, he had the same type of tunnel vision. I don't know. Nick's, I don't know. They, they like these tunnel vision players. But <laughs> Trier had the same type of tunnel vision. And towards the end of the season, I felt like he was getting the ball to that corner. Once mm-hmm. they probably, I'm guessing they just showed him a lot of film. Like, hey, that guy is open. Dotson's open in the corner. Just give him the ball. Do you think that can happen? What What, what is the percentages of that happening in your mind? Uh I mean, percentages, I don't know. I, I, it's definitely improved. Uh, he did it – Like I think he did it once against Gonzaga or once or twice against against Gonzaga, once or twice, like three times against UNC that I actually remember him driving all the way into the paint and then hitting them with that whip pass in the opposite corner. And that, get, like, that gave me hope. I'm like, wow, like, you know, if he can actually do that consistently, that's a whole new avenue for success. Mm. But it's, it's a lot of film work. Um, like – John Wall, unbelievable vision. You know, he's always had unbelievable vision, but yeah. first year or two in his career, he really wasn't hitting the corner. And then mm. they get Trevor Ariza. It might have been Trevor Ariza might have been like a year or two after that, but right. I think Trevor Ariza had the most corner threes, and that was John Wall's doing. So, it can happen. so it's mm-hmm. definitely teachable. It just it's going to take reps in game, also. Yeah, man, and it's like you know mm-hmm. what? It all depends on how physical you use him too, though, because. He's gonna have to make a decision because I mm-hmm. still feel like the reason I might like this art, really like this RJ pick, is his ability to play point guard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. if he can play point guard sometimes, he's six seven. He can kind of be, you know, you try to have a six seven point guard in Frank. So if we have mm-hmm. a six seven guard who can pass and go to whip to those corners, that might be it might be beneficial to us. You know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I feel like he can play a lot of guards. Hopefully, in the future, like he mm-hmm. has some. He's not a full-blown guard yet, but he mm-hmm. he has he has guard potential. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, Fizz wants to play positionless basketball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, I think he fits into that. He fits into that system. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see, man. Again, I like that he's already working on what he needs mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he's not resting on his laurels. Mm-hmm. He got picked. Okay, cool. Now let's get to work. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, this one, this little conversation, he's talking about um, one of his biggest uh, concerns with him is the wiggle. The wiggle? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's... What, 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 like, what, like the wiggle in his handle or... Nah, like flexibility. Oh, flexibility. Yeah, uh, like his lack of his okay, lack of flexibility. Lack of All right. thereof. Yeah, lack thereof. So, okay, All right. okay, okay, okay. There you go. Put him to, put, I mean, just from this year's draft, watch, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. And then watch R.J. Barrett. Just R.J. plays upright. He's stiff. Um, like in the hips, he's not really going to turn the corner and really just get by someone. He's kind of like a lumbering coward. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody can get it, bro. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
We've become oh, so pause sensitive. Everybody's aware of what they're exactly. saying. So he, you know, I listen. Yeah. Somebody had to oh, fall man. victim. I guess RJ having trouble switching gears. Pause. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. Oh. oh man. Never lost. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Begley? I think Begley had the uh, article. Was Begley? Yeah, he was talking with Hanlon, and he said, um, "You know, he's working on his his burst." I don't, I don't know if you really can improve that. Like, you know, to a certain extent, you can with you know weighted exercises and change of direction things and whatnot. But I think a lot of it's just a biomechanical thing where he kind of is what he is, and it's going to be getting to his maximum point given his body constraints. Okay. So, like for him. I would really work on using his body and like, like he's big, he's 215 yeah. and he can probably get to 225 without, you know, looking any different mm-hmm. um, and losing any athleticism. So I would really focus on just using the strength he has and then using the angle a little bit more like Luca. He, I've never seen a player like use angles around the rim at the top of the key. Like he can mm. so if he can start doing that. That's, that's golden. Yeah, so. Except, yeah. That's the thing when you know when you put on muscle, you have to do it in a specific way so that mm-hmm. you don't lose athleticism. That's why it's always difficult for boxers to go up in weight class mm-hmm. yeah. because you lose speed. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, um, what, what is what is his weight now? Uh, did you say like two fifteen? I think. I think so. So he's talking about putting on ten, fifteen yeah, pounds of yeah. muscle. But. He- I mean, and also, too, like, he's working with the trainer now to improve his wiggle. They said he's on the same program that Barry Beal, I mean, oh. not, not Barry, yes, that I know. Beal was on, yeah. mm-hmm. and they said it took him two years. Beal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beal was on from um, Wizards. Um, and it took him two years to actually take to the program, mm. and he says he feels like RJ is making steps in his jump shot and his flexibility this season, mm-hmm. but... He feels like next season is the season where you're really going to see. see the, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, it'll be interesting to see, like, if Spencer's hypothesis right, if, if it is what it is, or maybe, or if he can change it and mm-hmm. increase flexibility and thereby, you know, increases yeah. his angles on drives and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, too, like, even fighting off of, fighting around screens and stuff. With the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely helps. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fighting around screens, so. Yeah. So, yeah. That's with RJ. I mean, do you think you should play the, the player comparison thing? He, he said he talked a little about the player comparison. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he compared him to Harden, didn't he? No, he didn't compare him to Harden. Oh, so oh. let's hold off on that. No, so right. let's, not so who did Harden. he compare him to? Um, he, he pretty much said it's hard to really get a good comparison. So yeah. let's do that, and then we can go into the Harden comparison, and if we even see that or not. So All let's right. do that. Yeah, yeah. man, because I've been thinking about it too, and I'm like, I, I'm, I was thinking about it too, and I was like, yo, I cannot think of a play he really compares to when I think about his game. I'm like, I'm try- I was really trying to think about it hard, but I couldn't really find a player like that. Yeah, like he says, well, I, I'll play it. Yeah, let's, play let's, it. let's listen to the clip. And I actually was thinking about this play for a while, maybe because people said it on post-game live, but um, okay. mm-hmm. <clears throat> let's see. 
Okay. You mentioned Harden because people have compared RJ's game to Harden, and I know he's a good rebounder and a good assist guy. Like he, RJ is kind of a triple double threat, but I don't really see Harden. How do you? What's what's your what's your care? What's your player comparison? And do you see similarities between RJ and, Har- mm-hmm. and Harden, or is that just yeah. kind of just blasphemous? I think it's kind of a lazy comparison with the whole lefty. Strong, yeah, exactly. you know, not exactly. John Wall, West, uh, Russell Westbrook type athlete. Yeah. Um, there's some similarities, you know, with the step back, if he can get there, sure. Like, you know, him being a six, seven guard essentially who can play point guard or point forward, whatever you want to call it, that's that's another similarity with Harden. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's a tough player to actually compare someone to. So, haven't actually come to a comparison, but you know, in terms of level of player, um, I've always come back to DeMar DeRozan and kind of how he was uh, with Toronto, just, you know, not top 10 player, probably not top 15, but top 20. And I think he has way more passing ability than DeRozan had at any point in his career. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, But like Harden's burst in the paint and just the way he rises with such strength and ability. I, I don't see that with RJ. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Again. So yeah, that, I mean, so that leads perfectly into, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I can see DeRozan. I can, yeah. but I, I feel like, you know what it is? This is why comparisons are always hard, right? It's like you're trying to fit him into, well, he's like this or he's like that. Like even when they compare Michael and and, and LeBron, like they're really two different players. Like they're LeBron really, is oh, closer to Magic than Jordan. Yeah, but just this Carmelone, right? right. <laughs> it's like Magic Carmelone and just yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. You know, I don't really know. If I I can really put my finger on them. Yeah, a player that I yeah. would say, yes, RJ's like this guy. Because mm-hmm. even the Martin Rosen, he's like a mid-range. Yeah, mid-range killer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And RJ, y'all don't see him as a mid-range. He's like a sh- yeah. little street. He's like a he's like a little bully. He's a, yes. He's like a he's a little bully. I mean, I mean to me, oh, no. to me, RJ's the like the type of player where it's like he's either going to get to the rim or he's going to shoot the three. Like he doesn't really have the mid-range team as of yet. Like I, th- I think that's a good. I think that's a part of his game. He's going to have to develop down the line. Right. So I don't really, I don't really see him as a DeRozan type it's, either. It's but. tough, man. To, to, I don't know. I see why he said that. I see why he said that with the caliber of player. Yeah, the caliber. That's why I can see the comparison. Like, he's not gonna be in your top ten, but he'd be in your top twenty. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Right now, we don't know how that's gonna develop. He might yeah. move up, you know. Yeah. Um, but style wise, he's definitely not hard. Nah. nah, definitely not Harden. I don't get it. You know, nah, me neither. Harden, Harden can score. Only thing, I mean, I don't know what it is. That Harden. video looked Harden like. That's the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a, bit, it's a yeah. video. But it was a specific. Exactly. He's training a specific skill set. Exactly. I want to see what his heart is like though, because we all know that Harden is not. He's not a winner. Yeah. You know? Damn. Just, ah. Listen, gunshots or not. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But he's he's not, you know, as as amazing of an athlete as he is, mm-hmm. he just always gets so close and just, you know, I think he's just more concerned about stat stuff. And he says he's not, but anyway. But Damn, Chris, about well, Chris Paul once said the same thing. I mean, I, listen, I mean, I'm with him. 
There's no way, and I hate to deviate, but there's no way that you got a point guard like Chris Paul on the team, mm -hmm. and he is playing off the ball. You know what? This makes yeah. Knicks really <laughs> You know what? Okay. You know okay. what? It's, it's come out. Shout out to Ninja P. Scott Perry. Oh, yeah, yes, uh -huh. yes. Yes. Yeah. Nick's on the right path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no quick fixes. No quick fixes. Nah. <laughs> we drafted somebody as a consensus. Everybody's like, yeah, that was the right pick. Uh-huh. Yes. You know? We drafted someone as a consensus, and we turned down a trade that we definitely would have made years ago. Yes. Houston Rockets offered Chris Paul for, I don't even know who he offered. Right. Who, yeah, yeah. The, who are they trying to get? I don't know. But the Knicks was like, nah, no, good. hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Exactly. We're not taking that Albatross of a contract. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He's supposed to earn like 40 mil like next season. Like, f then, like at the end of his contract, he's yeah. supposed to earn like 44 mil. Like, nah, fam, we good. <laughs> we, just, we just dumped a lot of money off the yeah, books. Yeah, like, nah, that. we good. We good on nah. that. You know. Guys like almost seven. No, I'm sorry. Exactly. I mean, I he has good. He has some. He's got a couple good years, good years in him, but he's a good point guard. He's still a good Floyd General. Mm -hmm. Is he forty million dollars good for mm -hmm. next? No, not That's at this moment in his career. Now nah. too. No, no, not soon. I mean, maybe, maybe this was like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. not, not now yeah. though. Still a really, really good point. Guard. We don't yeah. want, we don't want bitter Chris Paul. We don't want that. The only way <laughs> I can possibly see that happening for Nick or for any team is if like. You're like really close. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, need exactly. that one piece. You're really close. You're like, damn, I really need a guard. Exactly. And you made that trade in February. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is the piece that's gonna me over the hump. Yeah, exactly. Because, because he's a he's a he's still a solid point guard. He still knows the game and can run the offense. Again, mm -hmm. which is why I don't understand yeah. mm -hmm. how Houston ran that offense. I just don't understand. James Harding has to it doesn't. Yeah. It makes no sense. But I, I'm just glad. I'm, I'm. I'm just glad we, we passed on that deal. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Need to. And I don't care if they give me those first round picks. I'm still not taking Chris Paul. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a huge contract. Too long. Because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's like wherever Chris Paul goes, it's like there's always some type of conflict. And you bring Chris Paul to New York. Chris Paul's gonna get pissed off with these young dudes because he's gonna be like these young dudes don't know what they're doing. Oh, yo, yeah, and, he's gonna, and he's gonna crush their heart and That's stuff. So I mean. <laughs> Everybody talk about Kyrie. Chris Paul don't give real on nobody either. Dog. Exactly, yo. That State Farm thing is a, is a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he seems, seems so approachable when but he has his glasses isn't, on. Isn't, isn't he also uh, got something to do with the union? Oh, yeah. He's, he, he's the head of yeah, uh, the, the president. Yeah. Yeah. How, are you, how are you that high up in the union and they don't like you? How did you get voted in? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, he changed up once he got hot. Uh, I don't know, man. Damn, homie. Man, that dude like a grumpy old man right now. We don't need that on the Knicks right now. That's what I'm trying to say. We don't need <laughs> that energy. Good energy. We're going to keep that good. Exactly. You don't need it, you know. Yeah, man. A grumpy Uncle Drew on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, all right, Chris. You walk one million miles to school. Yeah. <laughs> With no feet. Oh, yeah. All right, Chris. Like, yo, we ain't trying to hear that right now, man. Uh, <laughs> speaking about our young core and these changes that we made, the Knicks also, they have three undrafted free agents, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and a second round. Yeah, yeah the second round. And a second round. Okay. Iggy. Yes. Okay, so let's, you want to start with first? Let's start with Iggy. Okay, let's, do, right, that. let's right. do that. I know, I know, you was hyped up. I actually mentioned yeah. you. <laughs> because as soon as it happened, Brian was like, yo. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we got I, one exactly because I watched through that Michigan. And I'm like, yo, this dude gets buckets, man. He right. can score, yeah. 
And we need we need somebody that's going to be instant offense like that, mm-hmm. you know. And again, we don't know what some of the ceilings are, especially mm-hmm. on. That's why Mike. That's why I, I really like the beauty of getting a gem in the second round. Like you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Like, no one's paying attention to this dude. No mm-hmm. one's really thinking about him. It's like, all right, that's pop, we're gonna we about to polish yeah. you off yeah. and turn you into a diamond. Yo, yep. Like, all right. So yeah, he wasn't. Spencer was definitely very happy to talk about. It. You could hear it in his voice. Oh, <laughs> Yo, you okay, could hear okay, it in his okay, voice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that he was like mad excited. So let me play this this audio right quick. All right. So people seem to really love this kid, man. People seem to love him. Like, uh, my podcast name. Shout out to Ryan G. As soon as he was drafted, he was like, Yo, this kid's a baller. He's a sniper. <laughs> Tell me, what are your thoughts on this guy, man? On Iggy. So- I was actually going through the Knicks draft history earlier this morning, mm-hmm. and he is the only like, – he's my favorite Knicks draft pick value-wise since David Lee. Ooh, wow. Really? Like, I, and I think it's eventually going to surpass that just because he went like 15 spots past David Lee or after him. Mm-hmm. But like he's – you will never be able to question his toughness. Like he is that kind of player. He – Six, he's six seven two fifteen, so he's not huge. I mean, he's RJ size, but he's essentially a four. Mm-hmm. He right. plays like two forty. Like he, he's not going to back down from anyone. Nice. Um, you know, as people said on Twitter, he talks crap and he makes threes. Yes, yeah. that's <laughs> what I like. Yeah, people out. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love guys who talk. So <laughs> you do, man. Bring that back. I don't need this handshake league no more, man. Bring me back a hundred Draymond Greens and KGs. Any, I, I hated KG. I hated playing him. But I'm sure if I, he was on my team, I would embrace all the trash talks. Oh, exactly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's good. Like, I was surprised he fell out of the first round. He's a good shooter. He's mm. a fantastic cutter. Like, he sets guys up high, go low, like, similar to the way Doug McDermott did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just very smart off-ball player. Uh, great finisher on the inside with either hand. He can finish through contact. Mm-hmm. He's not going to finish above players, but – you know, he dislodges guys at the rim, so that's just that's as important, if not even more important. Um, there's very little to actually dislike with him, hmm. like, in, on offense. Really? Yo. Yeah, man. He had a quote, too. I think he's talking with Ian Begley. He says, I have that dog mentality in mm-hmm. me. I fear nothing or no one. I'm coming with mentality. Nice. I'm the best player on the court mm-hmm. every single time, and that's what brought me here. Yes, yes. And, and you know what? Wow. Back to Spencer, because... I'm glad Spencer said what he said. You know why? Why? He's, he's making me seem smart right now in my article. <laughs> because in my article, I specifically mentioned his off-the-ball movement. Because if you watch this dude at Michigan, yeah. he moves great off the ball. He, okay. he, like, he, he's smart. He has a smart, high IQ on offense. Yeah. This dude, like, it seems like he's always making the right cuts to the rim. Mm. Like He's so smart on offense. And, and the fact that like he's not athletic... Yeah. But it's just the fact that like he finds a way to get buckets. It don't matter. Yeah. And and like, and like you said too, like when he drives to the rim and things like that. Like, what I like about him is that like he knows that he's not athletic, so he uses like a bunch of like angles and things like that to get his yeah. shot up and and it goes in and things like that. Yeah. Like the only thing that's really his issue is the defensive side because yeah. of, because of his lack of athleticism. But like he, but like Spencer said, like you're never going to look at the dude play and he be like. You know, because you know, like, how some guys are not, they're just disinterested on defense, yeah. and you're like, yo, this dude's not even trying. Yeah. Like, at least with this guy, it's like, all right, if he gets scored, and you're like, yo, at least he's trying. Like, you can yeah. see that he's trying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's putting the effort. But I think with, with, with a player like that, 
you're going to get a lot of 50-50 balls. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be going down on the floor as opposed to, you know, with loose balls and things like that. So that's the type of player you need. Yeah. He sounds like he's got a New York mentality the way he plays, like, you know. Yeah, and you know mm-hmm. what else, too? Um, I feel like he's one of the, I think I saw something from Synergy Sports something, and he mm. said he's like the top, he's like a top, the top scorer off of uh, spot ups. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like spot up shots. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so somebody you pair compare him with RJ. I'm mm-hmm. about to say it's gonna be that's gonna be a nice little fit. Spread out the yeah. floor. Exactly. We need some mm-hmm. more spot up shooters that can do that. Yeah. Oh, and on top of that, RJ and Iggy were were teammates already before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And RJ oh, even right. mentioned early. He's like, I always seem to play a lot better when he's on the floor with me. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, there, there could be a, there's another synergy Fizz, there. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, and he also uh, I'm not gonna play this audio. Mm-hmm. He kind of already mentioned it already. So right, he right, right, it, right. But he also mentioned the same thing you did, like the athleticism and the defense. Like yeah. he, he's not he's kind of a little slow footed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's a very smart defender, and he's always gonna hustle and give his yeah. 100. Don't don't don't. All right then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I I love that pick. When I saw that pick, I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was like Ninja P. Ninja P strikes <laughs> again. Yes, <laughs> Ninja. Ninja. Right. Yeah. Um, hyped, hyped, hyped. So dope, so dope. All right. So now let's get to our um three undrafted free agents. Yeah. We have was it Chris Wilkes? Yeah. Chris Wilkes. Yeah, Chris Wilkes. We signed Chris to a two-way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Wilkes is a UCLA forward, he's 6'7", and 6'11", wingspan. You see pictures, picture of his arms, you're like, dog, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Scratch the back of your heel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Standing straight up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, wow. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know how Spencer really felt about him. But <laughs> oh, did he did he talk about him at all? Yeah, he did talk about him. Okay, all right. See, I did all this last year. I was doing all this mad research and late into the night and losing sleep and coming here. Right. This time, <laughs> got somebody else who already knew. Exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Just got to play. Work smarter, not harder. Work smarter, not yes. harder. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here you go. Chris Wilkes. How do you feel about Chris Wilkes? Chris Wilkes is a UCLA forward, 6'7", with the 6'11", wingspan. That just sounds weird. So, (laughs) I wasn't his biggest fan last year, and when I watched him earlier in the season, I wasn't a huge fan of his, Mm because, like, he literally did not improve on either end of the court and, like, any area. Mm -hmm. Um, And when that happens, that's always a red flag for me, because how much do you actually enjoy the game if we're not improving in some area and if it's not like a skill thing then it means your iq isn't progressing which is another issue um but i i get it um you know he's as i said six eight he's he's a pretty good shooter he's streaky from the outside he runs around screens well he's a nice athlete um but you really need to keep him in like keep him within a certain box and if you're able to do that, you might be able to get some value. Um, so he's a gunner. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Um, my comparison stylistically has always been, you know, he's a Rodney Hood type gunner, just not as good. Oh, okay. I like Rodney Hood, but okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, two way contract. It's, I'm cool with it. You know, he's still young. See what you have. 
Damn. Yeah, um, Yo. <laughs> um, does he like him or not? I can't tell. I guess you know what? I can start out no, I, no, So, um, I, I know he talked to earlier. Now I see why you said you don't know how he really he feels about him. Spencer said he need to be part of the podcast with them gunshots, yo. I was trying to get him on, but you know, throwing a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like Rodney Hood, but just not as good. Holy crap! Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, that that's about it. that. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, that's it. No more. No more. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to me. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? I'll, 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 we'll add that um, the two way contract thing right now. Kadeem Allen is on a two way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if we add we'll, if we add um him on a two way, Chris, that means it could be it for long time. Nick Great Isaiah Hicks. Oh. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, it's so hard. Listen, where's the sadness? Well. Put a little sad music for him. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? I meant to hit the bruh, but it's always nice to hear about Mitch. Exactly. Matter of fact, Mitch's block party, man. The best show the Knicks have ever made in the history of the organization. Who's your favorite Nick? Who's your favorite You're my favorite, bitch. Yeah. Yo, matter of fact, did you did y'all see the latest one with Luke Cornette? No. Yo, you need you need to see that. Is that MSG still? Um, you just go to the Instagram account. To, okay, I'm about to do that. Yeah, that 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 Yo, he's, is he's hilarious, man. Yeah, man, friend. Yeah. All right. Um, Amir Hinton is the second undrafted free agent that we got, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What are? Oh, yeah. oh my bad. I'm trying to get to that. Nah, nah, I got you. Hopefully, remix. Hopefully, I got it. I forgot to. Put this over. Hopefully, I can get Spencer's thoughts on Hinton correctly. You know, what is a good show without a little technical difficulty? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this... Here we go. I think this is it. Hopefully. You make of this game. Yeah, so, I mean, full disclosure, I saw, I've seen maybe three games maximum, like full games, and this morning I was going through Synergy stuff, so I don't have a complete picture. Um, but he's great in transition. He's got a very quick first step. Um mm. He's, you know, he's strong. Uh, what else? There's some potential with his shooting ability. I'm not a huge fan of his form because it's a little bit too long. So mm. he's not going to be, you know, running around screens or anything like that. Okay. Um, but he's also a good pick and roll score. Sorry. And okay. on the flip side, he's not a particularly good passer. Like, you know, I think he averaged four assists, which is not indicative of his passing ability. It, you know, it's just a random stat that right. um, you pass to someone, they shoot, they score. That's it. Uh, but he's a decent passer i don't think he's a great finisher um especially going against division two competition he was only at 56 percent around the rim which you know if that were d1 that would be good but where you're physically you know better or higher yeah whatever than everyone else it should be higher Mm -hmm. um Uh, and he has to improve his shot selection like a lot yeah okay it's, it's like a cool story. Is this mid range? I feel like I feel like I feel like I saw like a lot of mid range from him. Maybe it's maybe where yeah. D Wade stuff came from. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then you know he's slippery. Like he's got great body control, so that's another Dwayne Wade, I guess, similarity. But he doesn't have that burst at the rim. Right. Like he's 
Dwayne Wade was a killer. Transition, yeah. he gets up a little bit, but he, like he's not Wade athlete anything like that. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, I'll take that. And not enough info on him on him defensively as of yet. He's not a good defender. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just from what I've seen, he's not a good defender. He'll, he plays the passing lanes pretty well, but the flip side is okay. he probably takes too many risks. Um, yeah. Oh. Doesn't really care that much about defense. Oh, hell no. Ah. <laughs> oh, hell no. Um, it's just the way he said he's like, Yo, he's not a good like, defender. And <laughs> Jay's trying to be all nice about it. So I guess we just don't have enough information about him as a defender. He's like, no. Oh, he sucks. He's yeah. Hold that thought. Yeah. Got, uh, <laughs> now you have his stats too. Like, nah, have- this was, this is for um VJ. I don't get, oh, I, can get I can get a mirror. Okay, okay, okay. I'll Go say, ahead. I'll say this though about Hinton, like, to me, if I hear that you're in D2 and you're averaging like around 29 a game, that's making me think like you should be playing D1 basketball because you just heads above the competition. But, yeah, but, but, but then, then if you play D1, how much are you, how much are you averaging? Yeah that's, yeah, that's the thing too. Like, like Maybe 10. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's worth, it's worth a risk at that point. Somebody's yeah. undrafted. Um, I think he's going to be on what is called an Exhibit 10. Contract huh. exhibit 10. What is that? Yeah, I yeah. think I believe that is when you're allowed to play like 60 games. And in, in the I'm getting bit up by these mosquitoes, 60 games. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man, I think it's a lot if you're allowed to play what 60 games huh. in the G League and then you get extra 50,000. Oh, really? On top of that, I, I think it can be converted to a two way eventually. Oh. All right, I believe. Um, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking it up right now just to, like, you know, get the, get the specifics. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Amir Hinton's um, scouting report I got up here. Okay, 190. It looked like 6'5", 190. Okay. All right, so his pros. Uh, fairly good score off the dribble. Decent shooter. Tremendous free throw generator. Prolific score. Okay. That can do so at will. Terrific free throw shooter. It's kind of like the same thing with Dunder. Adequate playmaker. Adequate, adequate is just like a middle of the road word. Yeah, yeah. I'd say adequate because he's not a point guard, right? Six mm-hmm. five. Yeah. Um, adept at collecting steals. Okay. Okay. Good athlete. His con his cons is uh his shooting is inconsistent. He's a ball dominant scorer that struggles in a reduced role. Are we mm-hmm. gonna have guys who pass the ball? Everybody's just uh. chucking. Um, I mean, he can I be mean, turnover prone. Mm-hmm. Needs to improve his rebounding. Can be oh, see that this can be unfocused defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, got too, we got too many unfocused. Def- oh, yeah. Okay, That's a bit story. undersized yeah. to play out on the wing. Has not played Division One college basketball. Come from Shaw University, HBCU. That's the yeah. thing, like you said, man. If you're scoring twenty nine on D two, D one. You should be playing D1, yeah. but what are you scoring in D1? Like 10 points. Yeah, really. he's, he's worth a look. Yeah. He's worth a look, Um, but we picked him up, so, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and here is what an Exhibit 10 um contract is. This is from Slam Magazine. Okay. An Exhibit 10 contract is a one-year minimum salary NBA contract with a specific Exhibit 10 attachment built into it and no other bonuses. These attachments are not present in every NBA contract, only deals in which both parties have agreed to include it. Exhibit 10 attachments allow the NBA team to convert a player's one-year minimum contract into a two-way contract, but this has to occur 
prior to the start of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Mm. These one-year deals are often non-guaranteed, which lets NBA teams waive the player and remove their cap hit from the team payroll. Oh. oh. Exhibit 10 attachments allow players to earn a bonus of 5000 to 50000 in the event that they are waived by the NBA team, then sign a deal with that franchise's G League affiliate and remain with that affiliate team for 60 days. Oh, oh okay. You said for 60 games? For 60 days. Days. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, man. So it's like, even if you get waived, you still get a nice little check. Yeah. Right. And you play in the G League. And- mm-hmm. I want to be an exhibit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> an exhibit. He's yeah. Great. <laughs> what you see is what you get. I like West Coast Custom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Word. <laughs> All right. Um, what did he have to say about uh, VJ? Did he, did he talk about VJ? No, he, actually, that was it. He, he didn't get a... He didn't wow, yeah, because... I mean, I don't... Uh-huh. Should, no one really even knew about him, I yes. guess. You, you want to see what, what the, yeah. the scouting report yeah. says? I, you I, read the scouting report. Cop. I pulled up his. I mean, I pulled up his scouting report. 6'6", 190. Um, his pros... Man, he sounds very similar to Amir. Okay, decent score off the dribble. Excels at scoring on a move. He's a very good free throw shooter. Decent rebounder and a good athlete. His cons, which seems like there's more of. Oh, boy. Damn. Uh, needs to improve his shooting. May have shot selection issues. Needs to improve his... Pa- another did, bad did, passer. Did they, they copy-paste all of this? <laughs> this <one>? Yeah. <laughs> you got another bad passer. Needs to improve his passing ability. Not an elite ball handler, but you just said he's a decent scorer off the dribble, so which one is it? <laughs> um, can be too passive on offense. Frank, we don't need another one of those. Oh, man. Um, does not collect enough steals or blocks. Ah. Uh, has not seen enough playing time and had a very disappointing junior season. Ah. So wh- why did the Knicks pick him up? Potential. I, like, I feel like they like these athletic guys and they want to see if their development staff can turn them into something. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the, the common denominator. So I'm assuming... Good or bad, like, I, I still feel like they... Like, Phil went... I feel like it's, I, th- I feel like the Knicks might be swinging the pendulum a little bit too much the other way, opposite of Phil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like, Phil was going all cerebral, good yeah. passing yeah, stuff, you're like, no athleticism. They're just going straight all athleticism. Let's get in the yeah. middle. Let's get in the but middle, we, guys. Let's get a few shooters in here. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that we got Iggy. Yeah. I, I, I was, yeah no, that that honestly sounds like a promising yeah. pick. But here's my thing. Right? I'm assuming these guys all worked out for the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Man, I'm trusting the process. Yeah. They must mm-hmm. have seen something that they figured fit in with the system that they have, that yeah. they're setting up. But this having difficulty passing thing. Yeah. Go <laughs> up in your... Man. Like, shoot. If you can't get it, take the guy on the wing, whether he can shoot or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. right about that. It doesn't matter. And then they're going to be on the Summer League roster, too. Okay. They're all going to be in Summer League. Matter of fact... Summer League believe is July fifth. Yeah, mm-hmm. Summer League starts July fifth. Mm-hmm. Is that our first game or our first yeah. game? Pelicans, okay. big game, yeah. big big brother versus brother. You know, yep. Jay Z and Kanye. Ooh, it's gonna be crazy. Yep. Crazy. RJ versus Zion. Zion. Oh my goodness, that's Dead. gonna be epic. Yup. Everybody's gonna be, you know, still suffering from the itis from not from the day before uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Independence Day, and you can uh, just sit and watch your Knicks and versus the Pelicans, and we'll yes. be talking about it here. Absolutely, yes, mm-hmm. yes. absolutely. Well, yeah. So Sunday, okay. I mean, that, that's gonna be the first game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday, July seventh, will be against 
the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Okay. After that, it'll be Tuesday, July 9th versus the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, July 10th, will be against the L.A. Lakers. Okay. Yeah. So watch out for that. Mm-hmm. And the Z League roster has been kind of have been announced too. Mitchell Robinson will be on the squad. All right, let's go. Okay. Yeah, no, it's United. Come on, come on. The thing is, last year we had a raw Mitchell Robinson. This season, we're going to have it. Exactly. How is he in three and posting people up? Yup. Let's see what else he's adding to the game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's funny because he says his title is he's trying to pattern this game after Embiid. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you can actually kind of see. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Can Minus the size, right? Yeah. But even right. who knows how big? I, I feel like his body is gonna end up looking like ads when it's all. That's what I yeah. think. That's what I think. But like, he's not gonna have the handle. I don't think he'll have the handle. Nah, yeah, but nah. I think his athletic. I think for me, I don't care about the handle. Mm-hmm. Right. I need you to maintain your athleticism on the defensive end. Yeah. Let 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 them, my little guys handle the yeah. ball. Yeah. But he said himself, he's he's working on jump shooting. Okay. Uh, shooting the three. Uh, posting, posting up, but he's mm-hmm. also working on like the one dribble head fake moves. Like yeah, because mm-hmm. if he could be like a stretch five, bro. Yeah, like he can <laughs> really pattern this game after and be for real. Like mm-hmm. I can, s- and the way he, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be too excited because he he had a big jump last season. Yeah, and mm-hmm. now I just have all the faith that he can just do anything. But I mean, why not? Why not? He seems like he's really dedicated to his craft. Yeah, and yeah. we've seen the improvement. Mm-hmm. And if he's talking about he's trying to pattern in his game like that. I, I think it's going to... If he can become a stretch five, that is going to open up the floor so much, man. And it gives oh, yeah. another mm-hmm. shooting option. Hell yeah. yeah. He's quick enough to, to close out on shooters, mm-hmm. but if he becomes a, a threat himself... That yeah. opens it up for, for guys like R, like ARs, R, RJ and DSJ. Yeah. We're, we're like, oh, how's, where's your shooting? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I said. A lot of our success is going to just gonna depend... If we don't get big free agents, it's going to depend on player development. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It exactly. really is. So hopefully we see some signs. Exactly. Yeah. But and I know yeah. we uh, we went we jumped straight to the summer league, but oh, yeah. June thirtieth we got the oh. free agency. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, free agency, mm-hmm. yeah, free agency. So that's the oh. other thing we need to look forward to. So we got a couple episodes lined up, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, hold on one second before we yeah. get to free agency. We yeah. just finished the roster. I ain't oh yeah, 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 all right. Okay. So Mitchell Robinson, uh-huh. Kevin Knox. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, obviously. Kevin Knox. Wait, hold on. It's me, no, Mario. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isozo. Okay. okay. All right. RJ Barrett. Of course. Yeah. This is... Oh, <laughs> oh damn. Uh, Iggy. Okay, listen. All right, Let's all right. do it. Oh man! Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris Wilkes. Uh huh. Still, still, still out to lunch on him. You know, we'll... yeah. Lamar Peters. I don't know who's. Who, yeah, who, yeah, not sure who that is. Who's is this? Yeah. yeah I got this research on him. Uh, Tyler Cavanaugh. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, all right. Zach Irvin. He played in Westchester last year. Okay. okay. Amir Hinton. Yeah. And who's okay. signing? VJ King. So okay. far, that's who's on the G League squad. Yo, but I, I mean. That's that starting five dollars. I'm about to say, yeah. 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 Good. It's gonna be crazy. Just get that, just get that chip there. Yeah. <laughs> get that chip there, though. You gotta get some. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. Dope, dope, yeah. dope. All right, yeah. And then again, like I said, so yeah. And before then, you know, we'll have a little more information, I guess, about you know, free agency, June thirtieth. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. The, the rumors are already like. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. what what are some of the rumors that you're hearing already? Let, let's. Matter of fact. Um, 
news just came in right now about Kawhi Leonard. Oh, oh. Yeah, saying that he opted out of his contract and he's going to become a free agent. Whoa, so now, so, so, here we go. So, so now it's big. So, okay, yeah, it begins. Yeah, so now it's oh, but the report also said that he's strongly considering resigning with the Raptors. You just want a chip. Yeah. 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 Of course I mean, yeah. considering that. <laughs> All right, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> right, he's like, I want to give myself options, but. Yeah. But. Yeah. But, I mean, the rumors I've heard was the latest I've heard was about Kendrick Perkins. He was talking about... Well, first, first, we all know we've heard that Kyrie Irving is leaning heavily towards the New Jersey Nets. Yes. Mm-hmm. New Jersey I'm, Nets. I'm, yeah, the New I mean, Jersey Nets. I mean, it's still the New Jersey Nets. Matt, this yeah. is Brooklyn. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, Brooklyn, <laughs> I mean, Brooklyn, you know, you know Brooklyn The paint is. jobs. Yeah, we know. Brooklyn yeah. paint jobs. They robbed them. Paint, you know, <laughs> paint them black, and now they're the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have, like, some new listeners. New Jersey, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, New Jersey still got a team? Right. right. <laughs> and it's still New Jersey team. Like, wow. But, Bad um, disrespect. <laughs> but, yeah, but then he's also heard that Kendrick Perkins was kind of, was kind of alluding to that uh, that KD might be leaning towards signing with Brooklyn. So that's the latest thing. Yeah, because, but I mean, that rumor is consistent with what we heard because supposedly KD wanted to play with Kyrie, and if mm-hmm. Kyrie comes to the Nets, then KD's coming, and the Nets weren't going to try and sign Kyrie if he couldn't bring KD with him, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Man. Yeah. But the, the funny part about the Kendrick's per- Perkins stuff is he called KP a diva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he basically said, like, he don't like soft big men and saying that there's, like, 15, 20 plays he would pick in the NBA over KP right now. Oh. Yeah. I'm trying to find the audio for it, but... Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, that's the, the, the latest. It hasn't been really that much new okay. news on the free agency front. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm just ready to get over with, dog. Yeah, pretty much. I'm ready. Yeah, you know, at least you know, know kind of know where we stand before the season. You know, like, mm-hmm. all right, see what we're working with. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what that is. I'm definitely excited for the summer league though. That roster, oh, yeah, sounds most crazy. Most definitely, that roster sounds crazy. I kind of want to check out the Pelicans roster though. Yeah, I can't yeah. find no. <laughs> Yo, if you no, nah, it's good. If you think about it though, like the Pelicans low key have like a nice young. team. That's if what you, I'm saying. Yeah, That's you, why you I want to check yeah. out what their roster is because yeah. with the moves they made. Yep. Yeah, it's it's luck that it's man, it's dumb luck though. Like the fact that because you knew the you know of course the trade happened with the Lakers. The exactly. fact mm-hmm. that they lucked out, got the first pick. Yo, yeah, makes yo. changes everything. For exactly. Yo. That was. Big moves, big moves, man. Big lucks. Yo. Man, yeah, big lucks. Lakers <laughs> and Pelicans got lucky. Yeah, then on top of that, but they got Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart. Listen, bro, they have a good squad. They got a good squad. Yep. That's they a got right. a good squad. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, of course, of course. That's all right. Of course. R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson. Yes. We got a good, listen, we got a good core, too, man. You yeah. sleep in an ISO, dog. Don't sleep on my guy. Oh, no. Nah, 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 no, of course. Sleep on ISO, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to sleep on an ISO. You be sleeping. Like, oh, he's just a six man. I don't know. Right, exactly. Let, let yeah. him sleep, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've proved several people wrong before. Let him yeah, sleep. Yeah, you're exactly. right about that. <laughs> yeah, until they see Alonzo Zoe walking across that stage getting that six man of the year award. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Wait, I'm not final warrior. Hold on. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Are you talking about KP? Yeah, he's talking about KP. <laughs> I like the heat, yo. Yeah, that man. <laughs> Your man came with the spice. You know, I'm 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 not really big on big man who's a diva. Yeah, yeah. He's glad Dick's dealt him. And then now the only KP I acknowledge right now is Kendrick Perkins. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the real KP. Exactly, real KP. yo. Wow. It's Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins, then Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Kendricks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey. Oh man. Alright, well, um, what else we got? Is that it? Is that it? No. I, I mean, do we have any bruh picks? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, we both oh, yeah, okay. we got definitely okay. got bruh okay. picks. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Well we know bruh man got him. Yeah, man. Alright, it's your show. First of all, our attention was brought to this video by I think Alex oh, Collins. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, on oh, the Twitter. Oh, yes. You forget. Oh, yes. My God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry. First, brother, yeah. the Jonathan for forgetting that. Yeah. <laughs> now, I haven't said this term in a long time because the season has ended a while <laughs> ago. I'm just wondering if I should if I should say it softly nah. or if I should say it with passion. You got passion, passion damn bro. it. You this got is some passion, passion, bro. It's a passion. It's a passion project. When I saw this video, <laughs> my <laughs> first reaction was, Yo, whose mans is this? Whose <laughs> mans <laughs> <sighs> So I don't know if y'all been out the loop. Andre Drummond recently dropped oh my God. a music video. Yeah, man. A horrible <laughs> single. A horrible <laughs> single. So wait, so you wouldn't have him on your, on your album? Uh... I, so here's what I would do. Edson is a singer, rap slash rapper, by the way. If you I would know. I would have him pay me for some production, <laughs> and that's about it. Damn, you gonna uh -huh. really throw away one of your gems? <laughs> <laughs> he got that NBA bread, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna charge him accordingly. Oh man, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if anyone can get this video to Andre Drummond, but Andre Drummond, I have something to tell you right quick, man. Your friends. <laughs> Whoever your friends are, oh my God. they've been lying to you, my guy. <laughs> they should have never encouraged you to make a song and embarrass yourself like that. Yo. Never. Yo, they probably had a drunk night, came home, <laughs> somebody do some beats on. Yup. He starts doing this nonsense. Yo, that's hot. Yo, <laughs> that. So he did this song like he's singing. He's singing. Yeah. With auto-tune. Yeah. But I mean, all the rappers sing with auto-tune. Yeah, now, but right? it, 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 it just, uh... And what makes it really bad is the visuals, because he's like singing, but he has the rapper hands going. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like the male Mary J. Blige. the male Mary J. Blige. Yeah, man, you're not allowed Are you singing? Are you rapping? What are you doing? He's made uh, confused. And what was he even singing about? I, I, I wasn't even paying attention to the lyrics, man. I was just... You guys gotta look this up and tell us what you think about this. Yeah, yeah. We were, I, I want to play the song, but I'm scared to because I don't know like rights and stuff like that. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rights or not, yeah, don't yeah, do it. I'm, nah. not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, just look it up online. You'll be able to find yeah. it. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. Next bro pick goes to um. Oh, we got the bro. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, I wrote it down. I gotta check my list, my list right quick before okay, I forget. Word, word, word. Oh, I got the list. Yeah, I got the list. I feel like I know oh. where you're gonna go with one of them. <sighs> I have to do. I have to do my best Shannon Sharp impersonation. Oh, oh my God. man. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> 
Skip Bayless, man. He gets the next bra. Oh, man. This guy... Because they were talking about the whole Harden CP3 situation, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And there's, a tr- there's some troll on social media, and he came up with this false report saying that... Oh, yeah! <laughs> yo, <I'm Yeah>. <laughs> yo, bro, from you again? Yeah. I said that in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yo, my God. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Skip, skip, skip. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, no, that's a whose man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess, I guess we got to say it then. Whose man's is whose this? Whose man's is this? <laughs> so this guy came up with a false report saying that dirt practices, <laughs> Chris Paul was making fun of Harden's man titties. <laughs> and then on an episode of Undisputed, Skip is gonna quote this guy and say <laughs> and, and, and talk about and talk about CPT making fun of hardest man titties. I'm like, I'm like, my guy's not a real report. This man's a troll. How <laughs> <laughs> did he not realize that that, that Twitter ad, that Twitter report was a it says parodies. It says he's a parody Twitter. I know. On, on, on the top of the profile. <laughs> right. You're reporting it. I'm going to say, your job is to report. It's to like, research facts. That's your job, Skip. Oh, man. Your job is to research facts. How, how did you miss that? How did you miss that? How did you miss God, that? you? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Skip. Oh, man. Oh, man. Damn, two, two, two who's man's this Yeah, season. man. Wow. wow. That was a special one, though. That, yeah. that, that, that was, that has, that's like content all time. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's, maybe he was just high or drunk. I, or? I, I don't know, He man. was in a rush. That's what it was. Yeah, it he was rushing to work, and he, and he had to do quick research job. Oh, this is it. This is yeah. fine. Yeah. Fighting in the locker room. Come on. Stop. Why would why would a report ask? That's crazy. Like, why would yeah. that be a real report? Exactly. <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. I, I feel like I know you're going now. I thought I knew, and mm-hmm. then, okay. <laughs> Next bro pick, ESPN. Yeah, I knew this was coming. <laughs> because they were throwing shade during the NBA draft. Nick's needs, and on the bottom it read, Everything, starters and bench. Wow. Bruh. The shade, man. Come the shade on. is real, though. Word. Just wait. The Just shade wait. Is real. Yeah, you know, I want to see um, how the tide's going to turn mm-hmm. when the Knicks team actually starts doing something. Yo. They need everything, starters, everything. Come on. Yo. Bro. We already understood that this is a rebuild. Mm-hmm. They knew that. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's okay. Yeah, he's he's, he's right. rebuild too. How about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially Max. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, my last bro goes the first take. Yo, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, yeah. I think I know yeah. you with this one. Yeah. Because um never lost LaVar Ball. They banned him because of um a certain comment he made on first take. Yeah. You know, Molly, you know, they were talking about a certain topic. Molly was like, can we switch gears right quick? And then LaVar was like, yeah, you can switch gears with me every time. Anytime, yeah. Yeah, where you... And then on top of that, like, 
Molly took it. I think she took it. I think she um. She over like emphasized or whatever the whole situation. I don't think it was that serious. I was listening to it. I didn't take. I didn't think anything of it. I thought like I thought he meant like yeah, you know, you can switch topics anytime. Like I wasn't thinking of it as oh, that's sexual. And there was a and then there was somebody on I think YouTube pointed out where Molly used the same term to Lavar, like two years ago on first take, and she used that same switch gears thing. And then Lavar was like, yeah, switch it. And he made that same, you know, hand gesture. You like you're really switching gears like when you're driving a car. Oh. And then because of that because of that now they banned him from ESPN because they thought that he It was he, a sexual gesture. Yeah. I get it. And the man did not mean anything by it. Like right. because if you look cuz like if you watch the sh- if you watched it like everybody was making a big deal out of it. Molly was making a big deal out of it. Stephen A rolled his eyes. Max was just there smiling. And then, like, if you looked at Lavar, like, Lavar was just sitting there, like, mad serious face. And then he made that same switch gears motion, which means, like, he didn't mean anything second. He didn't mean it in that way. It's, it's, you know what? I, t- I'll, I'll say two things. Like, one, I don't want to diminish how other people feel. So yeah. Of course. Of yeah, course. Of course. She, yeah, of course. If she felt uncomfortable, I don't want to diminish Yeah, then that's... Yes. Yeah, right? Yes, yes. Like, okay, you felt uncomfortable. You have every right to feel the way you feel. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I... But I, I agree with Ryan. I don't think... It was meant to be a sexual thing. Like, first of all, the man is married. Mm-hmm. He's been he he talks about his wife openly all the time on yeah. television. So to me, he talks about how he's been by his her side and mm-hmm. and like how they've gone through trials and tribulations. So to me, it would be very weird to then hit on somebody on live television when you announce to yeah. the world that you have a wife. Exactly. So like to so I like I understand you might think it sounds weird, but. Even if it sounds weird to ban him for life from ESPN is a little bit yeah, of an overreaction. Exactly. Yeah. Like now, like I feel like if it's a repeat, I feel like if he's a known but guy, he's not, he's not known for doing that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's like, a troll. But he's a yeah. troll. He's that. not like it's one strike. It's, like, it's a one strike rule, and I don't even believe it wasn't even a strike. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're gonna give him Bruh. that. Like, and he's just banned for forever. Yeah, like he, yeah, they just banned it from ESPN. Like he can't like go on like another show on ESPN or anything like that and like what? talk. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of um, first take, I don't. Was it this week when um Ryan Collins? Did you see when Ryan Collins and Shaq? Yeah. We're going at it. Yeah. Nah, I missed that one. Okay. So I'm I, I have a a, a bro. Right. <laughs> so Ryan Collins. First of all, I don't, I don't know if you guys you know he's played in the league and yeah. bounced around or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. really maybe average six seven points. Anyway. Um. So he and Shaq were on first take, and they were talking about what does the Lakers Mount Rushmore gonna look like, right? Mm-hmm. Shaq's like I don't even think I'll be on it. Uh-huh. You know. Um. Ryan Collins says that LeBron James will be on the Lakers Mount Rushmore. Huh. He said, whoa, whoa, wait. Oh, he said, he said, uh, you know, and he's like, LeBron's the greatest of all time. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait. Shaq's like, no Kobe? He's like, I'm not even thinking about Kobe. Wow. I'll look at Michael Jordan, but neither Michael or Kobe can fit LeBron James' shoes. That's the the reaction I had. So I'm going to go ahead and give a bruh to Ryan Collins. That, 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 what else can you say? What can you say? I what want, can you say? I wanted to say, yeah. whose man is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, exactly. I thought you were going to say it. I was waiting for you to say it. 
Yeah. Yeah. When he said, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping Kobe, Michael Jordan I'm going to look at, but they can't fit LeBron James' shoes. Neither one of them is what he said. Can't fit LeBron James' shoes. He plays back. Shaq was like, yo, um, would you guys be upset if I leave right now? What, 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 did, what, did, what did he average? Who? And he said that the uh, Michael Jordan's Bulls couldn't beat Steph Curry's Golden State Warriors. Team. And, oh, then I... and then they're like, in either era. In either era. Right, and yes, yeah. in either era. In either era. Shaq was like, what are we playing in? We playing in the big boy era or in the cupcake era? He said, ah. they, they said they couldn't, you said, you, you tell me Clay's not tough? I was like, bruh. What are you talking about? Oh my God. You're talking about the era when you, you, you could get like literally almost punched and Michael scoring 61 still. Ryan, mm -hmm. Ryan. Uh, I, I, Kobe I, scoring eighty one points. Your guy, wait, go, ahead, go ahead, Ryan. From what, I got, I got my career stats. Man, Ryan. I got, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta put another Ryan in place right quick. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cause I'm on basketballreference.com right now. Okay, they said this man's nickname in the NBA was the Booty Call. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, I just Yo. Bruh. <laughs> she. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Who's man? This right out the booty. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What? Yeah. That's your nickname? The booty yeah, the call? booty call. Is it because that's what he played like? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You, you, can't, you can't take... You can't take this man's perspective seriously. Your name in the league is the booty call. I can't take it. I can't take it. Nah. Your input seriously. And here are his amazing NBA Mind career stats. stats. Okay, let's go. He's played 518 games in his career. He averaged a whopping <laughs> 3.7 points. <laughs> dog, dog, dog. You can't hold Frank's shoes right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh. You can't, you can't, you can't hold Frank looking at shoes right now. Get out of here, dog. And, Are and, you serious? And, and here's the amazing thing, too. Rebounds per game for career. He's a big man, right? Seven foot tall, right? Yeah. 2.2 .2 rebounds per game, son. Lightweight, bro. <laughs> dog. Come on, son. Yo, when he said this, I, I saw his thing. Who did he know? Why is he on the show? That Stephen A couldn't come that day. And I don't know how. Yo, Stephen he got... A. Man, wow. Can we give Steven there, bruh, for sitting out that day? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Because I couldn't understand it. I'm like, yo, what is this guy talking about? Wow. And then to put LeBron on the Lakers' Mount Rushmore. He didn't do shit for the Lakers yet. Wow. Wow. All right. Wow. Uh, wow. Man. And you know what, though? I'm not done yet. You're not done yet. Okay. <laughs> His best NBA season... Mm. The 0-9 10s with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. My man was averaging 6.1 points a game. Oh, man. 2.8 rebounds a game. Oh, wow. What else is here? In, uh, it's interesting. Oh, he shot a whopping 56% from two-point range. Okay. 69% from the free throw line. Your man said he's going to look past Kobe. 
I don't know, man. I I don't. Said, I'm gonna look past Kobe. No, listen, no, listen. I, I'm more convinced than ever that we should be on television. This yeah. is it's, it's coming. We it's, coming. coming. Yeah. it's coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming soon. I know we can be picking up on YouTube, but if this man. Can say sit up there and say right. something like that. Yeah, then we, we need to be on TV somehow, Ryan. Exactly. Like, God you know damn it! What? You somebody what? make so that. I'm happen. not even. I'm not even mad anymore, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for setting the bar so damn low Word. <laughs> that you make it greasy for guys like us. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? We should be thanking him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we exactly. Be thanking him. Like, because we you know we're. I feel like we're pretty competent exactly. in our sports analysis. And if they let that stuff fly, yeah. yeah. Like, that we can we we can take your spot. Yeah. Get, it, let, it, let me sit next to Shaq. Exactly. I yo. can do. I can do that. Wow. Exactly, yo. You know, first take Stephen A. Come on, man. Bring us on the show, man. Yeah, I mean, as a, yeah. I don't even. I don't even want to be there full time because I might say because you might kick me off and ban me for life for something that meant nothing. But whatever. <laughs> you might say Paul's to the wrong person. Yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You know what? Yo, come to the nick of time. That, exactly. Yeah. Let's make it. Oh man, that was a good ending. That was funny. Yeah. Well, social media time. Um, I'm Edson Sean, and that's E D S O N S E A N. Follow my Instagram. Just dropped a new single, mm-hmm. Love Me Still. Word. The remix is coming soon. Yeah. Oh, I can't yes. wait to drop that. Oh, but gosh. yeah. Uh, Jay, where can they find you? Um, they can find me at J Ellis Draws Things. Um, that's J E L L I S Draws Things. Um, yo, these mosquitoes, they might need Instagram too because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got everything. They're out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, JL Straw things. Yeah. And you can find my my drawings and motion graphics. Exactly. Me out there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's it. Or Ryan, yeah. where can they find you? They can find me on IG at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. Um, I'm back on the writing grind this song, word, Summer. Word. Yeah. So, you know, be on the lookout. I'm going to get more articles out, especially during free agency once, once we know, like, how the Knicks roster is going to stack up and everything. All right, all right, all right, all right. That summer league starts, you yes. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Dash Radio, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. check our stuff out. If you're not on our YouTube channel already, you should be. Yeah, you should subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. You, you Hit that even... notification button so you know when the new episodes come out. Exactly. Yeah, we do that because not only do we have be a post game live, mm-hmm. exactly. we got uh, sound our, our nick of time. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got and content. Every now yes. and again, I'm gonna put out a couple of videos. Oh shit, yeah. we got content. So you need to hit that content. Bro. You, you know, maybe I should add to that too. You know, you know what I mean? That means like, you need to add to that, man. That's what I'm saying. Sneaker segment, bro. Oh yeah, you want to say that line? but yeah, but something like y'all really. You know what? You really have to do it. Kathy, I know you're watching. You need to you need to you need to come through and you know and we need we need to put it together, man. We need to put it together. We really have some diverse content. Yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, ideas, man. Alright, I think that's it, y'all. Yeah. Peace. Peace and love out to where you're from. But all of the money I for come. Say I bit bright lights, big city. Bright lights, big city.
love, all things grow. Let your natural light shine. Jewelry come and go. That God glow lasts you a lifetime. Someone, somewhere, things with a mastermind's mind. While drinking a glass of white wine, a waste of fight crime. By locking up the ghetto yokes, they call us felony babies. We children of the sun, melanin babies. Francis Cress Wilson, Dr. Sabi, intelligent babies. Kings and queens before it was gents and ladies. You only the Benz Mercedes for the peace and love logo. Talking to Brenda's babies, moms in love with the cocoa. Black boys indicted cause they end up in a photo with the neighbor next door. Who else they gon' know though? Uh. Mama says, son, they want your powers. You were lying amongst a bunch of young chihuahuas. They all sprung like dandelions and sunflowers. Wet behind the ears, then you hit them with sun showers. Shine, Shine your, your light. Shine your light. We are the children of the sun. Shine your light. Shine your light. We are the children of the sun. Shit. 
Higher in motion, higher in motion, 
you love me, why are you wasting time? Every time you see me, baby, it's alright. Niku ima, when I'm a dime. I could be your sugar, you could be my life. It's not I don't love you. It's not I don't want you. It's not I don't need you, baby. I'm so selfish, I'm so childish, I'm so foolish, baby. You be fun, boy. Line. 
and a little live music Cause that's what you're into uh, My bass line can combine with the rhythm in your spine We can make instrumentals Horizontal like it's all strings The vibration make the heart sing All I need is for you to make time Pencil me in, maybe we can start things I like you, you like me I got things, this might be I treat you, that's special I like to, I got you all You got a baby father, you hoping that karma hits You call me shit, but the drama's making you call it quits And when I call, it's usually the voicemail Last time I got a response, the voice was male I hung up, I guess the clock fell, the timing was off Stress got you locked in your divine and the sauce As your X-Man made your belly expand Now he's giving you the center finger of his next hand And he has the next man, all I do is listen Coming off the bench, yeah, I'm playing my position So focus, give me the shot and I'll stroke this Good form, show you that a man's more than penis and put pawn Show you that you're more than a conquest No con, no chess, no contest You the crown jewel in my 24 karat headpiece And y'all find better hard press
watch the sunrise Slip beneath the dipper You bit a little sinner Try to underneath a ninja I can tip you for the devil's work But I'm immune against your curse So grab your purse It's time to get the step And I'm believing no mistakes See everything to me is a lesson But the novice of his mastery Your words are half a half of me Ever disrespected That's blasphemy
Thank you for 